Welcome to Words of Life, Love, and Freedom. I'm your host, Paul McKibben, and I'm coming to you today to share a little bit about the breakthrough. The breakthrough is something that we all need to experience in one way, shape, or form. Sometimes the breakthrough comes from being set free from the effects of being sexually abused as a child like I was. Sometimes the breakthrough is from is being set free from drugs and alcohol and nicotine like I was. Sometimes the breakthrough is going from having just a mediocre relationship with the Lord into actually being able to walk in intimacy with God like I have been able to experience and do at times. But the breakthrough is something that we all, I think, want to deep down inside desire to attain. Um, But the breakthrough, the enemy is always trying to hinder. The enemy is always trying to hinder the breakthrough. He will... When the enemy realizes that we are on the verge of a breakthrough, usually right when we are on the verge of a breakthrough, the enemy will raise up against us and try to discourage us from from pressing on because the, the enemy knows that right on the other side of that obstacle is the freedom that we have so desired. And when we experience the breakthrough, a lot of times we'll experience a backlash from the enemy, which that's totally normal. That does happen because the enemy is upset and mad that we experience this breakthrough and he tries to discourage us and make us help us to believe. He's trying to make us believe that it's not real or what you thought happened didn't really happen. So I'm going to share uh, a scripture with you. This is from Ezekiel chapter 37, verse 1. The Lord took hold of me, and I was carried away by the Spirit of the Lord to a valley filled with bones. Now, a lot of times when we're talking about breakthroughs, you know, we we do experience high mountaintop experiences, but then we also experience the lows down in the valley. So in this particular valley, the Spirit of the Lord took Ezekiel to a valley that was full of dry bones. And in this valley... It was a time of testing, I believe, for Ezekiel. Now, Ezekiel could have looked at this uh, obstacle in this valley as this place is cursed. It's nothing but death. There's bones everywhere. Uh, I really don't want to be here. Um, What good could come of this? So... 
that's one way of looking at it. But on the other hand, the Lord prompted Ezekiel to go ahead and speak life to these bones. The Lord prompted Ezekiel to speak life in the midst of all of the death. I mean, it wasn't just death. It wasn't like there was bodies laying there. These were just bones. Dry bones just scattered all over the valley. So as Ezekiel began to, out of faith, from what the Lord told him, he began to speak life over these bones. And these bones started shaking and rattling and clanking together and they started to come together and flesh tissue ligaments and all that began to form over these bones and it it ultimately they these bones came back to life as the bodies of soldiers that had died at some point in time Isn't that amazing? Praise God. That our God, the God we serve, can do such an amazing act. But like I say, I believe this was a testing ground for Ezekiel. This was a breakthrough for Ezekiel because he was learning the power of what the spoken word, the words the Lord put in his mouth, can bring. Because life and death is in the power of the tongue. Says that in God's word. So I'm going to move on. This is another incident where in scripture there there was a test involved. In Matthew chapter 14 verse 27 it says, But Jesus spoke to them at once. Don't be afraid, he said. Take courage, I am here. Before I move on with this, I'm going to explain. This is when the disciples were in a boat out on the water. And Jesus came around 3 o'clock in the morning walking on the water towards them. And they saw him and was terrified. They thought he was a ghost. And so that's what Jesus said. He said, don't be afraid, take courage, I am here. He let them know that he was the one that was out there. So then Peter called to him and said, Lord, if it's really you, tell me to come to you walking on the water. Then it goes on to say, yes, come, Jesus said. So Peter went over the side of the boat and walked on the water toward Jesus. This gets interesting because Peter, you know, a lot of people look at this as a, a miserable failed attempt of having faith. But if you look at it, Peter didn't really fail. He may not have totally succeeded but he didn't by any means totally fail because Peter was the only one of all the disciples that was willing out of faith to even try getting out of the boat so a lot of people think that Peter was some was all scared and fearful well yeah he was fearful but he did have enough faith in the beginning 
to even make an attempt to get out of the boat and walk on the water. And it did say that Peter did begin to walk on the water towards Jesus. But it goes on to say in verse 30, But when he saw the strong wind and the waves, he was terrified and began to sink. Then Peter called out to the Lord and said, Save me, Lord, he shouted. So when we're in a in a dangerous sea, you hear a lot of people talk about sink or swim. Well, let's look at it like this. Either sink or walk on the water. The Lord has given us the ability to do the, the impossible. And in, in the human uh, eye, it's impossible to walk on water. In the eyes of a human, it's impossible to walk on the water. But with God, all things are possible. And here is a prime example. Even though Peter did end up starting to sink, he actually got out of the boat. He had the faith to get out of the boat in a raging sea and begin to walk on the water towards Jesus, which is more than I can say for the rest of those disciples that were in the boat that never even attempted to get out of the boat. But Peter was being tested as well. He is being tested in faith. If he was going to have the faith to continue walking on the water, or if he was going to let the circumstances of the things around him scare him into submitting to the fear that he felt inside. It says in Romans chapter 3, verse 23, for everyone has sinned, we all fall short of God's glorious standard. You know, none of us are perfect. We all make mistakes. And me having this podcast... It's not about trying to broadcast that I don't make mistakes because I make plenty of mistakes. I make mistakes all the time. I'm learning how to better handle my mistakes. I'm learning how to better live my life so I don't make as many mistakes. But I still make mistakes. We all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So remember that next time somebody tries to hold you to a higher standard uh, of thinking that you should be flawless or you should be perfect. There's nothing wrong with having a higher standard, but don't make it an impossible standard. We can't be perfect. We can't be flawless because of this flesh that we have, this, this earth suit, which is our body that we have. The flesh causes us to fall weak in the temptation sometimes. But when the enemy comes in 
and rears his head up, God is always there to fight on our side for us, to stand with us in the gap. Not only stand with us, but he will lead the way in the fight against the enemy. And to show you just how much God is willing to go to bat for us, how willing he is to go to war with the enemy for us, it says in Isaiah chapter 59, verse 19, So shall they fear the name of the Lord from the west, and his glory from the rising of the sun. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him. So every time the enemy comes in and rears his head up, and he comes in like a flood, the Lord is right there to raise up a standard against him. As long as we continue to lean on God and we continue to serve him, and we want to do his will and do the things he wants us to do, if we make his will for our life a priority, and we do that out of love for our Savior, he will always be there to protect us. He will always be there to raise up a standard against the enemy. So don't worry about feeling sometimes weak because in our weakness his strength is made perfect and through this weakness that we have when his strength that is made perfect is revealed to us that's a lot of times when we experience this breakthrough that we so desperately need the breakthrough we desperately need is what will end up setting us free from some things it will encourage us and lift us up. And the breakthroughs that we need in our life are the, are the events that are usually life-changing events for us. So I'm going to read a piece called The Breakthrough. Oh God, dear Lord, my King... I praise you on the mountaintop because I know that you can get me through anything. Oh God, my wonderful Savior, I praise you this day. You, oh God, have provided your spirit to lead me through your rough through the rough waters, and your spirit is leading me through and showing me the way. Oh God, I am right on the edge of a breakthrough. Dear Lord, continue to provide me with your spirit because I know your spirit will always lead me back to you. The breakthrough is coming and I won't shrink back. Oh God, be with me. Help me to persevere and be strong, especially when I'm under attack. Oh God, I know the breakthrough is coming. Help me to be strong in faith and pass the test. Dear Lord, continue to lead and guide me. I am in awe of you, and I'm saturated by your presence. You, O oh God, truly know for my life what's best. The breakthrough is coming, and I know 
It will only happen through your spirit. Oh God, continue to pour your love over me and fill me. Envelop me with your spirit. Give me songs of love and joy. Your voice is so calming and your words of love I adore and truly love to hear it. The breakthrough is coming and I can only attain my freedom if I can stop dwelling on the past. The breakthrough is coming. The time is now for me to spread my wings like an eagle and soar into the wind and fly up to God's holy mountaintop and through the heavens. Praise God, I'm free at last. The breakthrough is coming and the time is here. Oh God, even though I've been through rough waters, your spirit leads and guides me. Your spirit will get me through. I have nothing to fear. Praise God. I hope this has been an encouragement to you today. Please uh, continue to tune in to Words of Life, Love, and Freedom uh, for more encouraging words and a little bit of scripture, some testimony, and um, some um, poetry that I write, some inspirational poetry. So, if you enjoy these podcast episodes, um, if you're on Spotify, um, just tap the follow button and then the bell icon. Uh, Some of the other platforms that play this podcast have other means or other ways of being able to follow the episodes. Um, So... Continue to tune in and uh, be encouraged. Know that God loves you and, and know that I love you too. And the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift his countenance upon you and give you peace. Shalom, peace. Praise God. Amen. You have a blessed day. God bless you. Bye-bye.